Welcome back, everybody. It's the NFL podcast. We love the NFL. Heaps going on at the moment. It's Thanksgiving week. There's three games on the schedule tomorrow. My man, Rory Atkins, coming to you live from Gold Coast, has been very busy. Oh, do we have an action-packed podcast for you today? It would just be rude if we didn't talk about the great man, Todd Gurley, and what you've been up to the last few days, Rat. So welcome back to the podcast, my friend. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for having me. And yes, plenty going on here at the sunny Gold Coast. Um, looking forward to getting into it. Let's get straight into it, mate. We're going to just a little agenda for everyone listening. What you're going to get from us is a little bit of Rat and Todd Gurley. We'll review a little bit of last week and the headlines that come out of it because we've never done a midweeker. We normally do them on Sunday, but because of Thanksgiving, we're giving you an extra podcast this week. And we'll finish off with the three games on the slate tomorrow morning. Right, let's t- let's give everyone a little bit of an update. I gave you a call, I think, what, Tuesday morning or Monday? And I said, Rat, we need you down at one of these flag football competitions. There's a huge guest there. Next minute, you rock up. You're dominating. NFL Australia sent me an email, said you were best on. Nine and a half out of 10 because you, you did everything except one task, which you can fill everyone in on. And it was a fantastic day. And uh, the content's on the way. Everyone from the Aces will get a good glimpse of what you got up to. But let's give it to them live right now. What was it like meeting Todd Gurley and the rest of the guys down there? Yeah, mate, it, it was great. Thank you to yourself and the Aces and also NFL Australia for that opportunity. So it was actually at the football club. So they'd set up an NFL flag competition and uh, flag League, rugby league up here is huge. So there was a massive turnout from all the kids. There was a number of primary schools out there competing to go and represent Australia in the flag football competition uh, on uh, during the Pro Bowl in Vegas. So a funny one, before we really get into it, I ran into my neighbour. His son was competing in the final and caught him going to the game. I said, mate, what's going on? He's like, oh, mate, young boys in this. He goes, fuck. I'm looking forward to going to Vegas more than he is. I hope little shit gets up. <laughs> so, so we name it. Oh, mate, they lost. They got done. Varsity College got done. I'm unsure the school that, um, that won it. But, oh, I saw me neighbor taking the bins out this morning. He just looked over. He started shaking his head. He was oh. living. He was living. <laughs> so, He's so gold. It was, it was a massive turnout. It was great. They had a lot of fun. And um, so NFL Australia have come out. They're trying to grow the game. It's massive up here, as I said, the league flag football. So uh, no better place to chuck out the flag NFL. So great day, uh, great fun had by everyone. And there were some massive guests, as you said. There was Todd Gurley, former LA Ram and Atlanta Falcon. Jesse Williams, former Seattle Seahawk and Super Bowl winner. And one of our own aces in Benny Graham was there. So oh, mate, oh, mate you've, uh, that's, that's a cracking story of the neighbour. I didn't know that. As I said, I haven't spoken to you about this. We've saved all this for the podcast. So the neighbour's going down there and his son's let him down. That is hilarious. I love that. Benny Graham, he's the king. We call him the goat in our WhatsApp group in our NFL Fantasy League, which we reminded you all last week how it's going. Angus Crichton still on the lead aboard as number one. Um, and there's a few other guys. It's really getting tight there. I've got the leaderboard here. I'm coming second. Joe Watson's coming third. And our previous champ, Boyd Corden, are coming fourth. The bottom of the barrel is Dion Prestia and Logie Bear, Griffin Logue. Rat is sitting currently seventh. He needs, but six and five, so tied with third spot. 
Benny Graham is the man. He, uh, we love him so much. He was obviously up there doing majority of the hosting, was he? Or was he one of the special talent that you interviewed? Well, he was hosting and I did get the opportunity to interview Benny and we had a, a good chat about what's going on there with the schools, the tournament and what's going on in the NFL and the Aces. So once we get that video cut up, mate, everyone can have a look at that. It, I reckon it'll come up well. Yeah, really looking forward to it, mate. I'm uh, very excited. Now let's get into the superstar, Toddy Gurley. What's he like? What, is he, was, he a funny, was he a funny bastard? Was he very serious? How's he going? Give us, give us to it, Brad. What, what was he like? Uh, seemed like he's going good. He, he's very laid back. He's very chilled. Had a lot of time for the kids. Um, he loved it. He, he was getting amongst it. They've obviously sent him out. So what I was fascinated about is he's a well, to people across the NFL, he's a well-known NFL player, but he only played for six years. So he had five years at the St. Louis and LA Rams and then one year at the Falcons before retiring because he has uh, dodgy hips. But um, yeah, mate, it seems like he doesn't have one worry in the world. And I was one, I was surprised at how laid back he was. But then I went to career earnings and he's pocketed a, a cruisy 50 mil in those six years. So there's not too much worrying going on for Todd. Uh, ripper guy, had time for everyone. He met a few of my teammates the day before and he said they were great. And uh, word back from my teammates was that he had a lot of time for him. So he's just a very humble person and, and wanted to know a lot, wanted to know about our facility, the game, the stadium over there, how many it holds, how to kick the ball. Um, yeah, he, he'd come across as a ripper. I love hearing that. He looked, he looks really chill and, 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 and he did look like he's been spending a lot of time with the kids and growing the game and this flag footy that's becoming really popular amongst not only Australians and New Zealanders, but, but everyone. And it's, you know, flag football, probably a little bit safer as well with all the concussion protocols going on. Definitely a game I'd love to play with my mates on the beach in the sand, a bit of 6v6. I heard that every kid wants to be quarterback. Is that true? That is true, but you should have seen. So Zach Smith as well, a former teammate of mine last year, he retired last year. He was assistant coach for Varsity Lakes that come second runners up. And so he would have been one of the ones facilitating the trip to Vegas and yeah, in the, in the round-robin games, you might give little Johnny with a custard arm a couple of throws, but by the end of it, they've got the bloke out that looks like Dak Prescott because they all really want to win and get to Vegas. Mate. <laughs> Everyone was that switched on by the end of it. That's brilliant. I would have had Dak from the start just yeah. getting the Vegas boys. Oh, mate, you actually should have seen it. It ramped right up when they were like, shit, we could actually go to Vegas here. The parents were into it. The, ki- the kids, like, actually, they were just having fun. They They did have an idea, but they didn't actually get the magnitude that, like, we're getting a free trip to the Pro Bowl and a couple of parents might get a discounted trip because they need a few chaperones. The parents were loving it. They were getting into it. Oh, oh that's gold. Yeah, that good fun so, by the end of it. That is so good. That is so good. Yeah, back to Toddy. He, he's a superstar, mate. He was the number one pick in fantasy. So you, if you know your NFL, you know who this guy is. It does amaze me. Six years, mate. I just goes to show you that. And running backs, they get banged up. It's great to see that he's got cash and, and you know, he's enjoying life. He's clearly promoting the game and doing a lot of work for NFL, which we just love. And we hope that it continues to grow because we want a game down here. I know all the, all the Aussie punters and, and all the Aussies down here that want, we want it to come to Australia. I think Benny Graham quoted 2027, he thinks maybe, but I, I'd love to, love it to be here a bit earlier. That's, that's like five years away. So, 
Yeah, mate, well done. And a huge thank you to you, mate. I, I know you, I knew you'd go down there, but you're obviously back at training. It worked out all right being a uh, Tuesday, considering your Monday, Wednesday, Friday, even though you're not meant to be at the club, but you're doing the extras there at the Sun. So fantastic by you and huge for the Aces. Everyone listening, uh, just so you know, if Rat didn't go, we wouldn't have this content coming your way. And, um, you know, we'll probably link up with Toddy in LA, won't we? Whether it's me and you or I'll be over there in Jan. So we'll get more content. But, mate, well done. I'm looking forward to all of the uh, all the footage. The photos look elite. I must ask you before we move on, how did he go with the Sharon, mate? I saw you kicking a few drop punts oh, no, in front of him. Yeah, so he can work out. He's obviously had a punt of the pigskin before, but, yeah, struggled. He couldn't work out to hold it just straight up. and Oh, well, he was holding it just... I'm unsure. He wasn't holding it on the side. He was holding it straight up and down and wasn't getting it to spin backwards. He was just kind of like poking it up to himself. Yeah. We got him going on that, but he's like, how far do you guys kick the ball and who's been the furthest kick? And as I mentioned, Big Benny was there. Benny's just standing around, like just waiting waiting to get interviewed next. And I'm like, mate, you know that bloke just there? He played and used to be the – that's why he played because he could kick it the furthest. And he's like – Yo, get the fuck out of here, that guy played, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, mate, yeah, he used to kick the ball the furthest. Like, that's a question he asked. He's like, yo, who kicked the ball the furthest for you guys? I'm like, that bloke there. He's like, nah, man. I'm like, I swear to God. It was so, oh, it was so good. Oh, BJ, that is, he'll hang you in that. You should have shown him the video. Benny kicked it about 90, I reckon, out of full back there uh, for the Cats, mate. Fantastic work. Oh, that's great. Well, Toddy. Can't wait, as I said, to see it. And he looks in good, Nick. He probably could still pick up a, uh, a footy and run a few uh, plays. Because I think, I mean, and to be honest, speaking about running backs, there's a lot going on in the NFL at the moment, Rat, with running backs. In fact, his old team just sacked Daryl Henderson. So they might need him back on deck soon, mate, because they don't have many running backs, the LA Rams. I'll give you the tip. Now, Let's go through a little bit of last week's recap, our best bets and the games. I'll start with mine. I've, I was pretty stiff. I had an $18 one. I lost on, uh, I think I lost on C-Mac and one other player, like maybe, I think it was Robinson, got 57 yards. I needed 60. Very disappointing, those two. But Matt Breeder, my man, I told you he'd score a touchdown. I obviously didn't get the game script right. I thought they'd be flogging the uh, Detroit Lions and he'd get one late. He ended up scoring one before, buddy. Saquon, what's going on there? And how much? How many odds was it again? Was it ten dollars for a tutty? I think it was ten. Yeah, it was ten dollars. So, mate, you you picked the odds out of that one. It's outrageous. That is outstanding. I must pat myself on the back. It's been. It was a dry week. It was a tough week. Very low scoring, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I. I don't think I. I had. So the problem was I had. I had the Giants to win Saquon and Breeder. I got greedy. So I didn't actually get make I didn't get a collect. But uh yeah, very funny that mate. How did you end up? Did your fantasy team win? Did your bets get up? <laughs> Anything that uh was positive it was a pretty low scoring week. Mate, it's been a grim uh grim fortnight for the fantasy happening. So I've got I'm in four leagues and in the past fortnight I've won from eight, mate. So um all, all my teams look Quite similar, so I just need the boys to lift. They just need them to lift. Little little mid year slump. So hopefully we uh, pick it up from here. Oh, I love it, mate. I love it. Players cut. We'll talk about them. Melvin Gordon, huge shock for me. I'm. Uh, I understand that he's had the fumble issue, but they don't look too settled in the backfield. Latavius Murray looks strong, mind you. So he will be a huge one 
I'm sure everyone listening has already you know, picked up the great man on the waivers, but if you haven't, pick him up. He's going to be getting a lot of work. And the other one that surprised me, I just mentioned, Daryl Henderson. He was claimed today by the Jags, but two guys I didn't expect to be cut, Brad. What were your thoughts on those two? Well, it doesn't surprise me. They're just both older veteran guys coming from uh, teams that have just gone shit house this year. So they've had their issues. They, they both have committees as well. So, and they're, they're, it would be a lot to do with their salary as well. I'm not, I'm not quite over what they're both getting paid, but since the both teams aren't going the way they would have planned at the start of the year, cut the salary, cut their, cut their losses, and let's see what the other guys have got on their roster. Yeah, great call. And I think you're right with the salary. I don't think Latavius Murray would be on March. Get the best out of a really average year from uh, from both football teams. Yeah, great, mate. Yeah, that's right. Fantasy bad beats. Listen to this one. This is an absolute cracker. I think I've already showed you, but let me explain this to everyone listening because I find it I find it very, very uh, amusing. And I'd be I don't know what would make me angrier on a Tuesday here in Australia when I was if I was to be in this guy's shoes because it's unique. Okay, I'll set the scene. A guy had Rondell Moore in his fantasy team and he sent, a, sent his mate a message. Another league question. I'm up by less than half a point and I have R. Moore starting. His team is done scoring. Should I bench him or start him? So essentially he's up by 0.5 points. His mate replied, I know it's late, but start him. You're more likely to have a point recalculation than have him score negative points. Okay, so the game starts. It's San Fran obviously taking on Arizona Cardinals. It's prime time. One of the first, you know, plays of the day. And you see Rondell Moore go for a jet sweep running. It's a rushing play. He goes negative six yards. He he loses 0.6 points and gets injured, goes out of the team, and the bloke loses his fantasy. Brat, <laughs> was that the worst thing you've that is the biggest bad beat oh, of the season? Mate, that is that is that is crook. Like the point recalculation, like it rarely happens. It and, and then for it to be so minute and then 0.6, like it's just so stiff. We've at the Gold Coast Suns, mate, we've got a similar one. So Took Miller was up by one and a half points. So fine. So fine, laughing. And the only t- uh, the only thing he had left to play was the Cardinals defense. His opponent had nothing. They went negative four. He ended up losing by two and a half. Oh my God. You just take him off the field, don't you? Oh, you just gotta go. It's horrific, mate. Like it's just Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It's, it, it makes me smile. It makes me happy. I love seeing blokes just bleeding in the WhatsApp and, uh, and, and just going off because it makes – and the guy that wins in that scenario is like – it's Christmas, isn't it? It's the best thing in the it's world. It's a free win. It's a free win, mate. It's perfect. Oh, my Lord. Well, this is why we're here today. We're here to go over uh, everything else. But before I go to this week's games, I just wanted to touch on – Two other scenarios, Dallas v. Vikings. We're going to talk about Dallas in a second. But that game on paper was going to be the best game of the week, I thought. Probably the worst game of the week in terms of, you know, the game and and how competitive it was. But, gee whiz, is Dallas starting to look like a Super Bowl contender, right? 
Talk to me. Um, mate, their defense is flying, and now Dak's starting to find his groove. CD Lamb looks great. They, they look awesome, and that's one thing that I did mention with Big BG, that that was his prediction at the start of the year. Um, they, they're, going, they're going really well, mate. They look they look unbelievable. They look, they, I'd say they're in the top, well, they're in the top four teams. Well, on form, I reckon, in the comp at the minute. Easy, easy. I'll, and I keep saying this, and I hope there's not too many Eagles, Philly Eagles fans listening. But when it comes to crunch time, the Eagles are going to get eaten up by the Cowboys. 100%. Quote me on it. They are going to smoke them. And it's because of that Micah Parsons. That is something else, that bloke. Uh, mate, we'll talk more about Dallas in a second. And the other one was, okay, Elijah Moore, I'm sticking with him. I'm going to go with him. I could not get a market for him. Can you believe this? So I took a touchdown market, which was just ridiculous. I, I'm still going to stick with him, mind you. Everyone listening, I'm not jumping off. This guy needs a QB, and he's got one this week. I'm watching the Jets and Patriots, and I'm going, how good's this? I've taken the Jets to win and Elijah Moore touchdown because I could not get a market for yards. And it was really juicy, actually. And... I'm watching this defense from the Jets and I'm going, they're just every chance today. They, they're not giving the Pats anything. And then I'm watching this bloke, Wilson, just get sacked after, sacked after. It, it was making me sick. He couldn't hit a target. I'm going, if you're going to get sacked, you might as well fumble. Like, that's how late I'd like, rather you stay in the pocket than just run out of it. And, you know, he's missing blokes like down the field. It was the most painful game to watch. And then the end of the game, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm still a chance. They're gonna they're gonna punt it. They're gonna the time's gonna expire, and there's still a pulse for Elijah Moore to get one in overtime or you know in extra time. And what do you know? The old punt <laughs> punt return TD. I think it was the first of the year, and they go all the way. The Patriots win on the siren, like. What a stinky game and what horrific display of offense from Wilson. And then to be questioned after the game, did you let your defense down? And he says, no, no. I mean, right. There's no wonder he's been sacked. Back to the twos, big boy. It's mighty white time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, mate. Um, left a bit of sour taste in my mouth after that interview. Like, that's just something you don't do. But um, on that, we, on big Mikey White, I've just got his stats up here from his last start. They beat the Bengals last year, who then went on to play in the Super Bowl, 34 to 31. Mike White made 37 complete passes for 405 yards and three touchdowns. And it could be a good weekend for your boy because with that, with him airing it out, Elijah Moore had six receptions for 67 yards. So his stats might be down, his over-unders might be down, but now he's got a quarterback that wants to throw the ball, mate. So he could be onto something there. I'm definitely onto something. The matchup against the Bears is an interesting one. Elijah Moore, I just, mate, I think he put an Instagram story up. I think it was deleted, right? This, 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 I've been monitoring the drama going on here, right? There's a lot of drama in the locker room. You can just tell. But I think the coach will get rid of it because he's a star. And I love that he's made this decision. Like, instead of keeping him, he just said, nah, you're back. Bring the next guy up. I love it, right? And it's why the Jets will be really good. I, I, I think Elijah Moore put an Instagram story of him holding the ball like a quarterback and put it up on Instagram <laughs> and then deleted it. Like, I couldn't find it after someone had already shared it. So, clearly not fond of him and uh, would be very happy with him being uh, back to the Magoos, mate. Very, very happy with the decision there. And, yeah, like I said, 
Very excited to see Elijah Moore pop. And I can't wait for the markets, mate. If I get a market from Dabble, I'm putting it out there, Dabble. You know I love you, but I'm going to eat you alive with this market. I'm taking Elijah Moore to go off, and he will. There's only a couple of receivers, mate, and I expect him to be one of them that pops. Now, without uh, further ado, I would love to introduce this week's Thanksgiving games. How good is this, right? We get three games tomorrow morning, starting at 4.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's the Buffalo Bills taking on Detroit Lions. The Bills are about $1.23 and the Lions $4.25. I can't wait to see this game. We know the Lions are generally a high-scoring game. Last week, they were super impressive against the Giants. Super impressive. And I thought the Bills were just okay, but strong late. There's definitely one player that I'm really monitoring and liking. It's definitely your man, Singletary, who I know you're fond of lately. He's just starting to get the ball. Uh, and so is Cook, but that's later in the game. Singletary is getting the ball and he's getting touchdowns. I don't know whether they're protecting Josh Allen on the goal line, but it's a positive thing for our double prop bets. Right? Predictions, please. Prop bet, please. And how do you see this game going? Agreed, mate. I, I just reckon with the ability to establish a run game by the Bills is just being able to set up Josh Allen to throw the ball a bit better as opposed to him scrambling a bit, pass incompletion, pass incompletion, then have to go or, or gain a 10-yarder. Uh, it really sets up what they're able to do. Uh, as you mentioned, Detroit really going well. That's three on, three on the trot now, I think, and two consecutive away from home. Just a, a weird thing in that where where my mind goes is Buffalo actually played at Detroit last week as well. So they're familiar. It's two weeks in a row playing away at the same stadium. I reckon it's going to be high scoring. Amon Mara St. Brown is going bananas at the minute since Hawkinson left, as we mentioned last week. He's just been outrageous, getting at least nine to ten catches a week. I reckon the Bills are going to win. I just reckon they they found something last week. They're going to do it on the ground a bit better, and then I reckon it's it's just going to be a, a Bills day, yeah. Yeah, you, well, you're not getting a lot of value for the Bills. The line's eight and a half here on Dabble. The over-under's 54 and a half. I have a feeling it won't go, mm, I don't know, you shouldn't say that when it's these two teams. There's one player that, that one player, there's plenty of players. Stefan Diggs scored last week. I knew he'd score, I told everyone that, but he didn't have a big game. So I don't think he... I'm not going to say he's not going to score, but I'm expecting fireworks from Josh Allen and Diggs this week. I think we mentioned last time on the podcast, which only felt like a few days ago because it probably was on a Sunday, but Stefan Diggs this year, he's had, let's see, he's he's played in 10 games so far, right? He's had 100 plus yards in six of those games. One of those games was 93. So you could almost count that. Last week, he only had 48, but I reckon he didn't have a catch in the first half. There's a clip of him going to the coach. He's really upset. He's really frustrated. The coach calmed him down. They started throwing the ball after halftime, and he got his tutty. There's just something about me and this game, and it's telling me that it's just going to be aired out a lot to Stefan Diggs. I think he's very familiar with this indoor, you know, this indoor deck suits him. And I just, I don't know why. I've got this weird feeling that, He's going to get the yards and Davis is going to get the touchdown. Really excited about this one. But the player that we need to mention, you've already mentioned the receiver here, but Jamal Williams. I mean, what a season this guy's having. And an and absolute machine on the, on the goal. If you've got Swift in your lineup, it would be hurting you so much. I don't have him in any league, so I just smile when this guy scores. 
And I get a bit frustrated when I don't put him in my uh, anytime score, you know, same game multis there on double because he has scored. Let me give you the stat. The last four weeks, he has scored six touchdowns and he scored in every game bar one. That game was against Green Bay. His snap percentage is low as man. Like he's 48%, 40%, 61%, 37%, 44%. So what I'm trying to say is not even over 50%, like only once in the last five games yet, all these touchdowns. So he just comes on the goal line and gets to work. Positive game scripts the last few weeks, right? I don't think he's going to get his yards this week, personally. I think Goff's going to be forced to throw it. But he's paying $2.15 to get over. That's what I was looking at. That's still... That is great value. If we're, if we're predicting a high-scoring game, as you mentioned, he, every time they're within the five-yard line, 10-yard line even, he gets two cracks at it. So mm. I still reckon that's overs. I reckon to score, he should be a eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's something that they, they haven't really adjusted. But again, I really like – I just really like Diggs in this matchup, and that's probably about it. The Bills, are they're coasting a little bit. I was – you know, I think they're looking after Josh Allen with a bit more run, uh, which is opening up the pass game. So, yeah, Singletary's been trending pretty well, mate. He, I just thought he's like, you know, last two weeks he scored three touchdowns combined. Um, he hadn't scored before, you know, week week 10. So he's trending. And But let me just finalise. My best bet of the week, 100 yards, Stefan Diggs and the Bills to win. Can you finalise who you'd be putting on, please, there, Rat? Jamal Williams, any time. Love it. Moving on. New York Giants, 7-3, and three, taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Another dome game. In fact, all three games on the slate are dome games. That means points. No weather. We love it. The, the Dallas Cowboys last week just showed everyone who they are and what they're about. And that is just defense, get the ball back, and let Pollard and Zeke Cook and if they get play action, lamb, lammy, 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 he gets to work down the field very quiet last week. Let me down, but I reckon lamb might be going off this week. This game's big on another reason. Odell Beckham Jr. has to pick one of the teams, right? If you're OBJ, are you sitting back watching this game going, I'm going to the winner, or do you think he's already made his mind up and said, I'm going to the Cowboys after last week? I reckon after last week, mate, it just has to be the Cowboys. He can slot straight in. They CD needs a bit of help, even though he's dominating. It just it just looks really good for him at Dallas at the minute. I'm with you. I don't think New York Giants are a true seven and three. That sounds a little bit rough, but it's I just don't see them. No, they're not. Being the team that you at seven and three, Dallas is, and you know Buffalo is. You know what I mean? They're just not in that same category. This, to me, sounds like a very easy win. Uh, the Giants got smoked last week, so I'm trying to work out what are they going to do differently this week to stop the Cowboys. But I don't know how they... Uh, my best prop bet of the week, I think it's I think it's Saquon Barkley to get the receiving yards. I just can't see them you know, running too many balls. I, I know he doesn't get many receiving yards. That's what I find interesting. But he's going to have to get some screenplays because I just don't know how they're going to... How are they going to get some offense going here with this defense, man? Like, Kirk Cousins got sacked, I don't know how many times last week. He's got a dynamic offense. None of them got to work, including the best wide receiver in the league in JJ. Right, this is a pretty simple game for me. This is Dallas to win, Zeke touchdown, because he gets goal line. And you just got to flip a coin there with uh, Pollard and what he's going to do. He's rather going to go bananas 
which he's been going for. I mean, 109 receiving yards last week. Guess what his line is on? Um, guess what, like they're giving you for 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 his receiving uh, receiving yards there at? Is this Pollard or Zeke? Pollard. Forty-two. They're giving you a dollar ninety-two for twenty yards. He had a hundred last week. They're giving you seven dollars fifty for fifty receiving yards. Shit. On dabble right now. So he definitely went for some big plays there, but we know they they got the you know the double edged sword. <laughs> they got the Zeke. They got Zeke and Pollard out of the backfield. I just think that he might be getting to work again here. I don't think there's anything else, man. Like Slayton let me down last week on touchdowns, but he, he got his yards. He had 86 yards. I told you about him. He had 10 targets and caught five of them. He's, he's going pretty well. Not a great matchup this week, though. Uh, is there anything else? No, mate, but I, I reckon you're not giving Pollard as much credit as, as he's due, mate. Like Zeke, Zeke's on the decline and Pollard's on the way up. Uh, Zeke last week, he, he wouldn't have had a good game unless they just didn't give him a charity touchdown uh, on one of those drives there. So I reckon, well, Pollard is the man and Zeke comes in now. I reckon the, the roles are reversed when in the past Zeke used to do all the work and then Pollard used to come in for a quick power run. I reckon the uh, script has flipped there. So I, I'm going to take Pollard to score a touchdown in that game as well. So Williams into Pollard. It's a great – you're right. You're right, actually. I haven't given Pollard enough. Zeke's on the decline hard. He only had 29% uh, snap percentage last week. He's getting goal line, though, Rats. So I noticed last week Pollard had the first two cracks, which is interesting. He got goal line. And then Zeke comes in the big body and just scores. So I'm just thinking he gets the Jamal Williams role and Pollard does all the work up the field. That's my – that's the way it's going. Um and when it goes like that, you just don't want to be putting a touchdown into Polar when you're getting all these juicy odds for the receiving and rushing yards. So, yeah, very interesting one. One to, one to really monitor this week, especially because it's Zeke's second game back. Um, mate, that's probably about it. The only other guy that I thought watching the game was pretty impressive was, um, what's his name again? Richie James. I thought he was lively. And then, yeah, obviously Breeder. How funny is that? Matt Breeder getting the touchdown. Uh, just hilarious. He's Mate, just so you know how fluky that was. He hasn't had a touchdown all year, all year. And he only had one last year. Oh, sorry, he had three last year, but only one rushing. So very unique call by me. And uh, yeah, very grateful I did it, but I didn't make any money on it. So not that uh, juicy after all. All right, we'll go to the last game, Thanksgiving edition here. New England Patriots. Stinky, 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 I believe. I can't stand watching the Patriots. Taking on Minnesota Vikings, the eight and two Vikings. So don't get you know, don't get thinking uh, never as bad, never as good. Obviously, got smoked last week by Dallas. You would think that this is a bounce back game, and they get their offense going. But New England's defense is very stingy. Is this going to be a sexy game? Will the Vikings win and win easily, or will this be another low scoring game? Rat, talk to me. Mate, I don't think – I think it's going to be close. So as we saw Kirk Cousins last week, when he's under pressure, he just looks horrific. So Parsons was able to get get to him and he just looked made him look second rate. New England have a bloke on the defensive side of the ball called Matthew Judon, who is currently second favourite for Defensive Player of the Year. He is a stud. He's a chance to break the sack record this year and, and he's come out and said that he's actually trying to go for it. 
So I reckon they're just going to, after last week and how that game went at the Vikings, I reckon they're just going to keep sending blokes to him and try to get to Cousins. So I don't reckon it's going to be high scoring. So that means it's hard for Jefferson to get the ball and to the wide receivers. So I'm going to go Minnesota to win in a close one. And I'm going to go another touchdown score in Dalvin Cook. So I'm going to put a little Thanksgiving touchdown score special on, which would be Williams into Cook into Pollard. Those three to get over gives you about seven bucks. I love it, mate. I love it. I'm going to be on double straight after this. It's been very close. We have it has been a dry probably two or three weeks on double um, with our best bets. We're just trying to put them together. I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a couple. I'm going to do a value play, a safe one, and a really naughty one, and that'll involve um, some juicy odds. I think it's pretty easy though, right? When you look at when you look at this, these three games, the you got to you know Bills, Cowboys, and Vikings. I think it's going their way, and if you can get the game script right, like we know, it's very easy. It's generally you know running backs, other team has to throw it. I just feel like it's going to be an easy day. It'll be an easy day on the on double, won't it? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. This isn't it. Oh, mate, yeah, look, I don't know why we can't win thousands. <laughs> I reckon this is the week. I reckon if everyone's on double, get in the bet description now, suss out myself and Rat's bets. I think we've got some crackers here. I think there's plenty of value. High-scoring first game. It's all about making some cash in the first game. So let's put some same gamers up, Rat. Let's put some combinations of all three with the props and uh, let's make some money and then we can have a chat Sunday and see what we do with it. But I'm uh, very excited. Are you going to have any turkey on Friday, mate? No, nah, no turkey for me, mate. Got to watch the skinnies. Turkey's good. It's nice and lean. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> are you, uh, you are a bit of a turkey, aren't you? I, um... <laughs> now, mate, everyone listening, just got to mention, Rick's Eyewear has the massive Black Friday sale that's just already on. If you head online right now and use the discount code ACES, you'll get a special discount code off what already is, you know, website is completely slashed. You've got bundles of Sunnies going for 100 bucks. That's two pairs for 100 You know, you're saving hundreds of dollars already. But if you use the discount code ACES, you're going to get an additional 5% already off. So head online now to www.rickseyewear.com.au and check that out. Get a pair. I must say, we've, I don't know whether the, the Sunnies curse down there and Patrick Satan, we love him so much, but gee whiz, I got sucked in last week. I took Devontae Adams under and I uh, wish I did do that. He went off, right? He went off. Oh, it seems like he might have still been wearing him on the field, mate. He couldn't see shit. Oh! <laughs> Oh, there you go. A little whack from the rat late. Mate, again, thank you for um thank you so much for your time. But well done the other day at the NFL Australia's flag football and their huge announcement as they announced the NFL Australian and New Zealand athletes that are selected for the 2023 International Player Pathway program. That was fantastic of you to represent the Aces. It was great to see you and Benny together and TG. You guys are all linked up. Um, mate, that's pretty much all I've got. I'm really excited for tomorrow. Love talking to you about this stuff. And yeah, let's just monitor what happens, mate. Really excited. So take care, look after yourself, and I'll see you on Sunday for another podcast. Please finish off with a little bit of Russell Wilson for the Aces. (laughs) Aces Nation.
Let's ride. Let's ride. Stay mine. Stay mine.